Welcome to Living the Good Life with Mama and Baba. This is Nancy. And this is Samir. How are you, babes? I'm doing great. How are you doing, babes? Good, good. Are you refreshed coming back from a trip? No, I'm still exhausted. I can't believe we started fall. This is, uh, I think, the th- second or third day of fall. And uh, it seems like this year went by quick. And at the same time, it's extremely slow. Yeah, like on our previous, uh, one of our previous podcasts, it's the year from hell. Uh, I'm excited to have fall, though, because it's been one hot summer here in Los Angeles. I feel uh, it's hot hotter and than usual. Hot and smoky. Hot and smoky because we got a lot of fires in California. Actually, um, throughout the West Coast, seems like there's fires everywhere. Currently, there are fires burning as we speak. Anyways, uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about our trip because we promised you uh, last couple episodes ago that we will. We took a trip to mainly to visit Samir's uncle. Uh, his name is Louis, and uh, he bought a house in Boise, and we just wanted to see him. We haven't seen him in a while, and we promised to visit. So we usually like to, whenever we do a road trip, we like to take advantage and like milk it, milk it as much as we can. As Nancy and I mentioned in a previous episode, the United States is so underrated in regards to places to go, things to see from the big cities to the national parks. And we took this time uh, to visit family up in Idaho. And we live in Southern California, as everybody knows. And we just Google mapped everything. And we came up with a route. So the drive from Los Angeles to Boise, Idaho was 14 hours. 13 hours, depends. And most of it is straight. So Samir and I, we looked at the map and we said, okay, what, where can we go? And, and when you have long trips, it's nice to divide it. This way you don't feel the stretch. So we looked at the map and one of the main stops was uh, Las Vegas. And we've been to Las Vegas so many times. Uh, you know, I don't know about you, Samir, just Las Vegas doesn't interest me anymore. <laughs> we're, we're not gamblers. We're, we're eaters and we like shows, but we've done that, been there, done that. Especially with the COVID now, when we drove through it. It's we not dro- the same Yeah, place. it's just so many people there. A lot of them were not wearing masks and just on, we just did not want to take that risk, first of all. Second of all, uh, you know, like, like you know, we mentioned, we're not gamblers. But if you've never visited Las Vegas you have to visit it at least once. And Vegas during the day is not that interesting. It looks much better at night. Yeah, and we took Highway 15 from Los Angeles and it goes right through Las Vegas. And Nancy said, as we were going, I I was prepared to avoid all of Las Vegas. She said, Samir, let's just just drive down the Strip. And uh, we drove from southern, the southern part of the Strip, Las Vegas Strip, to the northern part, from the Mandalay Bay to the Stratosphere. Well, we were there. I figured I haven't seen it in a long time. I might not see it again. Might as well at least drive through it. So that was fun. Yeah, and that was on a Tuesday morning. And when we got there on noontime, but it wasn't really that busy. So it was kind of eerily quiet. Because we went during the week. You know, usually Vegas is busy in the weekend. But from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, it took around three and a half hours. So it's really not that bad. So we drove through it and, you know, stopped by got gas. And then the next stop for us was Utah. And let me tell you, I fell in love with Utah. Yeah, we stopped our first town, which is actually it's a large city in Utah standards. It's called St. George, which is on the Utah side of the border between Nevada and uh, Utah. It's a big city. It's it, it, 90,000. I yeah, mean, that's, that's, big, that's big for Utah. First time we've been there, beautiful, clean, manicured gardens, 
um, Mormon temples everywhere. Uh, it just it's a unique experience. And the Mormon temples were nice. I, it has like uh, the uh, the, the steeple. The steeple. I mean, it's you can tell White that steeples. it's Mormon White uh, church. And as 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 prior to us getting to Nevada, going up Highway 15, you can see the rock formations change. That was beautiful. From a light tan desert in Vegas to a more dark brown. Then it turned into the reddish hues as we got into northern Nevada and then into southern Utah. Now, it's not as red as... I've been to Arizona and Sedona and you too. It's not as red as Sedona, but it's just a beautiful hue. Of yeah, it, it's beautiful and rock sculptures everywhere. So we stopped um, in Utah. We were planning... When we travel, we don't make plan, much plans. We kind of know the destination. It's been working out for us. Even when we went to Europe, we just... A lot of times I book the hotel as Samir's driving. So we were planning actually to stay in St. George. Yeah, we were planning to stay in St. George. It's about a, our, our, des our first destination was going to be Zion National Park. Because we told our family up in Idaho, this is the route we were going to take. They said, oh, you have to stop at the national parks. And Nancy and I, once we're in a car, we just want to rush and get to our end destination. But luckily, we listened to their recommendations and stopped at, at least yeah, one, which beautiful. is the Zion. And I guess the, the idea was, where do we spend the night? Do we spend the night in St. George or do we spend the night closer to the Zion National Park? St. George is around a half hour to 45 minutes from Zion. But the other option was to actually spend the night closer to the gates, the front gates of Zion National Park at a town uh, called Springdale. I'm glad, I'm glad, because, you know, like, we wanted to stay in San George, Samir's mentioned, you know, how about if we stay closer? And I was like, okay, you know what, let's do it. So we drove, it was another hour and a half, and meanwhile, while Samir was driving, I was Googling how to find a hotel. Now, most times in our past experiences, we always got lucky. This time, I tried a few hotels, and they were sold out. And I'm like, what the heck? What do you mean sold out? You would think we're in COVID pandemic. There's schools no one are, there. Schools are in. You yeah. know, there's no one there. Of course, we're going to find something. Well, it's the same night, too. So you have to keep that in mind. We're not even the same night. Just a few hours. That was like 6 o'clock at night. Something yeah, but like that. Usually, we're lucky. She'll go onto Expedia, orbit some travel site, and find something. We did that in Europe in our European trip. And it worked. And it worked. So I did find someone, a hotel. It wasn't as cheap as I wanted. It was a little bit more. But, I mean, hey, you know, beggars can be choosers. So I, we booked it. And when we went there, uh, beautiful hotel, actually. Um, we, when we went there, uh, the guy on the front desk, he's like, oh, where are you guys from? And we said, Glendale. And he's like, oh, I'm from Los Angeles too. Here, let me upgrade you to a nicer room. So he did upgrade us to a nicer room. So uh, that was nice. And the view, we were just like right next to this huge rock formation. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, and Springdale compared to St. George is a small town. I don't think it even has a thousand people. And it's very touristy. It was of, busy. Very busy. A lot of little hotels and motels, if you call them, spas and for, rock formations everywhere. So we were kind of in awe. Luckily, we stayed there over St. George. St. George is a bigger city, more accommodations, nicer restaurants probably. But if you're there to hike and you're there to be out in the wilderness, I really highly recommend Springdale. And Springdale, you know, when we, we checked in the room, you know, we just kind of like refreshed a little bit. Then we went out to eat because we were hungry. Um, we had to wait like an hour. There was most the restaurants were busy. I feel like there's a lot of people there that they, like you said, they, you, they go hiking all day and they just go eat. 
you know, have a beer or hamburger or whatever. And um, it's not much at night. At night, it's pretty quiet. I think they're pretty exhausted after a long day of hiking. I also feel one of the reasons why I was busy there at the state park or the national park is because of the pandemic and a lot of families have their kids uh, going to school online and they figured, what the heck? Let's take you on a road trip and you can do your schooling online. I wish we uh, were more prepared. Um, we didn't have much time and I wish we added another day to stay there and hike. But for you guys to know, if you're planning to visit the Zion Park, uh, you do need to come with gears. For example, you need hiking boots, you need hiking sticks, because it's, some of them is pretty steep. I mean, they do have like easy, easy trails, but some of them is steep and slippery, and you need to make sure that you have the right equipment. You can, you can do all sorts of things at Zion National Park. Number one, uh, you can rent a bike, and you can, there are bike trails within the park itself. Um, there are hiking trails. They have maps that they offer. Hiking trails everywhere from very easy to very difficult. You do need to have the equipment. And also they have a shuttle, but you have to pre-book ahead of time because of COVID. And this shuttle will take you through the, they call it the main canyon of the national park. It's an area that it's not accessible to cars, especially during high season. Low season around the wintertime, you can actually drive your car through, believe it or not. And it's an area where they're, it, you're in a deep canyon and the rock formations to the left and to the right. So you're like in the pit. Yeah. And we tried to do that and we just couldn't because of our time schedule. So option, the other option is there's a highway and it's called Highway 9. And that highway actually takes you through the, out, kind of the outskirts, kind of off the center of the park. But you just see everything. Actually, so that was the it. plan. That was worth the it. The plan was to spend the night in Springdale, wake up early before sunrise, have breakfast, and get going. And that's what we did. Because we had from Zion National Park uh, all the way to Boise, it was uh, like 10 hours. <laughs> so we really wanted to start early. So we drove through the National Park around maybe 7.30ish, was it? And it was, it was closed. They opened at 8, I believe, for big campers. Yeah, they open at 8 for big campers because there's a one-mile tunnel on this highway, Highway 9, and it's a very narrow tunnel. So if you have a large vehicle, like a camper, motorhome, yeah, they have to you wait. need to actually make a reservation in advance, and they will guide you, escort you through that tunnel. For us, we wanted to go before 8 o'clock to avoid those lines. So we left, and we got into the park before 8. I believe we paid $30 admission Yes, fee. you pay $30 to get in. But well worth, worth it. it because worth they it. really take care of this park. It is so clean, so gorgeous. And we got the park for ourselves. It was so quiet. I think there was like two cars. We saw two cars that passed by. One of them, actually, the lady was so nice. She stopped to take a picture where we were. And she took a picture of us. But then that's it. You didn't see anyone. And it took us around 45 minutes to drive. Something yeah, like that. We, we, did it. we had a leisure drive. And it was kind of windy but it wasn't that bad there are a lot of turnouts every corner every turn there's a turnout where you can pull over get out of the car and take vista pictures it wasn't windy like dangerous you know we read before and reviews and that's why I don't don't believe all the reviews that you read they made it sound like oh it's so dangerous oh my god it was not at all no, no, not and, at all and we were going really slow and it just was so gorgeous we just kept getting out of the car and i always tell you know on my on my stories on instagram nothing like the naked eye i don't care how many pictures you take i don't know how many videos you see 
the naked eye just absorbs all that beauty and it just takes a picture in your mental, you know, uh, in your brain that you will last you forever. I mean, to describe uh, Zion National Park in one word, it's magnificence. It is. It, it, it's definitely God's country. It's it is. something that everyone needs to experience. Funny story. I was uh, sharing my stories on Instagram and my neighbor back home, with dad, we used to call her nickname Dudu. Hi, Dudu. Um, she sent me a picture. She's like, Nancy, the national park is one on uh, one of, on my bucket list because she's an avid hiker. And it's just so funny. This, you know, this person from miles, miles away, you know, wants to come here and we live in America and we're not taking advantage of it. So it's, it's definitely a must visit once in your lifetime if you're in this area. I don't know if Zion National Park is, an, is a national wonder, but it, it should be. If it I don't isn't. think so. It isn't. I don't think so. But it feels like when you're driving through it, it feels like you're at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Because Grand Canyon, usually people are up on top looking at the rim, looking over the edge down into this pit. But in, in Zion National Park, it's like you're at the base of these cliffs and you're looking straight up. It's just gorgeous. And Grand Canyon is beautiful. We saw it last year, a couple years ago. Uh, let me tell you, Samir, I think I enjoyed the Zion National Park a little bit more than the, the Grand Canyon. Because we drove right through it. Our next stop after driving through Zion National Park was uh, Salt Lake City in the northern part of the state. And the drive took around four and a half to five hours. It was a very leisure drive. But it went through the countryside of Utah. And it, you drove from town to town. And you saw all these Mormon steeples everywhere it just it, it was a gorgeous countryside unusual for some reason i thought utah was flat with plateaus everywhere and just ugly it's beautiful but, but this totally changed my mind about the state it's it's a beautiful clean scenic state we definitely recommend you guys to visit so when we got to salt lake city we didn't have much time because by then it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and we wanted to stop have lunch there we had chipotle and uh, we, you know, we had to be at his uncle's house before, like, you know, seven or eight, because he was waiting for us for dinner. So we just kind of leisurely drove through it. It's be I love that. It was very clean. You know, a lot of buildings. It was nice. It was yeah. big. Yeah. How, how, what is the population of Salt Lake City? Surprisingly, it's very small. It's, it's about a little over 200,000 people. That's, that's a big, big city. I mean, yeah. Not but bad. But then we wanted to see the uh, Temple the, Square. Yeah, the main temple that you see in these pictures in, 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 in Utah, in Salt Lake City. And we Googled it, like we mentioned, and uh, we drove to it, the destination. But unfortunately, it looked like, or looks like, that they were renovating the whole property. So it was all fenced off, cordoned off. We couldn't off. see. Yeah, we wanted to take some photos. But this is the biggest temple uh, for Mormons when they moved, or, he, you know, I think 1800s. Um, so, I mean, this is like the main one. It was built in 1853, and it has like a, on top of 10 acres. So it's, it's a big, big uh, temple. And uh, we were kind of disappointed we couldn't see it. But I'm sure it's, it would be beautiful when it's done. Salt Lake City is a beautiful city. And, and I bet you it would be really beautiful in the wintertime when the mountains that surround that city are topped with snow. So it is, we had a really good time in Salt Lake City. We should visit it again. I felt like uh, we didn't have enough time to see. We much. rushed it. Yeah, yeah we, we rushed, rushed it. it. Next time, maybe. That would be another trip. Um, so by then, we were heading like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Our trip was to 
drive all the way to Boise, which was around six hours. Yeah. Now, so far, our trip was very pleasant. Let me tell you. It was like everything we saw was nice. The drive, the scenery was beautiful. We were like smooth, no traffic. Uh, the trip between Salt Lake City and Boise was not that fun sadly no google maps came up and said rerouting rerouting there's a oh. crash and the highways closed and it took us on a different uh, direction that was but that direction was wrong also it threw us back onto this freeway it's a highway it's highway 84 it's a main highway we didn't know between salt lake city and boise and what happened was uh, there was a three-car crash yeah, so we were stuck for like an, more than an hour just sitting there doing nothing. Let me tell, give you an example. We were planning to get at his uh, uncle's house at 7.20 and we got there quarter to nine. So it took like an hour and a half of just or an hour quarter of just wasted time. And that was frustrating because also the drive... Boise is known for farms and they're known for potatoes. So if you guys ever like... Idaho potatoes. Yeah, Idaho's the potato state. So the drive wasn't that pretty. It was just like, you know, just flat and farms one after the other. But it was smoky too. So we smoky. really couldn't see from yeah. the horizon. We were the, this, all the smoke was coming from the, 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 the Oregon fires. Uh, anyway, we made it at uh, nine, nine o'clock at night to his uncle's house, which was kind of, we were kind of beat and tired. Um, and it, it was nice to see his family. I mean, that was the, one of the main reasons we went. And we did see some of Boise, not much. Um, his uncle bought a land to build on top, uh, you know, a place where you can see most of Boise. And still, we couldn't see because of the smoke, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Um, if it was a clear day, we would have seen more and appreciated the beauty of Boise. But but it's a small town, too. I mean, 200,000, same size as Salt Lake City. We're used to Los Angeles in the millions. So for us, this is a small town. Well, I think boys, didn't it remind you of Petaluma, where we used to live, Sonoma County? It, it reminded us of the hometown that we we actually raised our family in Petaluma, California, but on steroids, a little bit bigger. Well, I feel like Boise, if you're an outdoorsy person, like camping, likes you know hiking, because there's so many other parts we didn't get to see that was very pretty as well. Um, so I feel like Boise, if you're yeah, you would love that if you're an outdoors kind of person. Yeah, and, and the food there, they have great restaurants. But with COVID, you know, it's a hit and miss. It's not the same. Yeah, but Idaho and Boise, they're known for their potatoes. So they have shops there that specialize in all sorts of different types of French fries, different kinds of potatoes that are fried and seasoned, which was kind of cool. And also something that we experimented, Nancy talked me into, was eating a bison burger which was really good, believe it Tell or not. Tell everyone what a bison is. A bison's like a large buffalo, and it's very lean, And but it's it, they said it's gamey. No, That's it's what not. I was turned it wasn't gamey. But I, I describe it as it was very beefy. Flavorful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flavor, a lot of flavor. If you like the flavor of beef, you're going to love the bison burgers. So and we, we tried the... Uh, what is it? Purple potatoes? Yeah, purple potatoes, uh, yellow potatoes. They have also sweet potatoes. And they have all sorts of potatoes. So if, if you if you don't want carbs, don't go to Boise. Because <laughs> there's carbs everywhere. Yeah, I think this place was called the Boise Fry Company. I know Samir found it on, yeah. Oh, no, what was it? On YouTube? It was on Food Network. Yeah, so you can Paradise, find that. And we love our stomachs. But at the same time, we had our host was our uncle. And he was excited. And he had his barbecue. And he already... Yeah planned all these dinners for us there so we really couldn't go out nancy and i and experiment on different restaurants but the cute thing about boise is 
They do have a river. I believe it's called the Boise River that goes through town. Yeah. The, and it's called the Green Belt. The Green Belt. And they have paved safe walkways on either side of the banks of these of this river with restaurants and the whole thing and and you can walk that and get an experience of that city Faris our son he's been to Boise Idaho with one of his friends and he was just just you know bragging how blue the skies were and we were so excited to see it because in Glendale Los Angeles we had fires and it was smoky when we left so we're like oh my god I was so excited we get to see blue skies Unfortunately, it was the same situation as here, so we did miss out on the blue skies, but the overall the experience was uh, very positive. Yeah. And we stayed there a couple of days, and we wanted just to come home, and the trip was 14 hours, 13 hours, 13 and a half hours. That we was wanted, like, oh. we wanted the quickest route back. I don't care if it took us through the desert. Yeah, but you know, it wasn't that bad. So the longest Samira and I drove without going to the bathroom, that's one thing I hate about driving. You don't get to drink water because there's so many areas with no rest stops and you just like whatever you know you, you have to hold it um six hours not bad for like mid middle-aged people here holding their uh, urine for six hours <laughs> if nobody knows out there nancy is not a morning person especially waking up really what? early that's in the morning. not true she i said, woke you up she said samir wake me up 4 30 in the morning uh you know and then this way we can get going early uh-huh and, Nancy, and i know she comes into my room what time before four o'clock okay Saying, let's go. Let's go. Which I was I was in shock. Well, you know, I was up at quarter to four. If I go back to sleep, I don't know if you're like me. If I go back to sleep, you know, you no way I'm going to wake up before three, four hours later. So I was like, okay, this is my chance. Let's get up. So we, we packed everything the night before. Let's, we got up and we got in the car. And we took, how many, how many stops we took breaks? Three, I think every four and a half hours yeah, we stopped three, once. Yeah, three to four. We ended up in Vegas again too, but that was no, one no. Of we, drove, we, we drove, drove we, we drove, we did not stop. Yeah. Um, so we took like, okay, this is what I told Samir. You know, hours, it's mental. So when you look at, oh my God, I have twelve hours. Mentally, you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. But if you break the 12 hours into three sections, so every four hours, so what I would do is we plug in the next destination in four hours. So you look at the time, four hours, not bad. And then you plug in another four hours, and you know what? It's not bad. I'm telling you, I know it's mental, but it works. So that's what we did. Yeah, break up the trip in, in time slots, and it, it actually worked for it us did this work. time because a lot of it's mental. Yeah, but we, it, we, but, we but I don't hard. care how, how we break it up. It still was a long trip. We, it was a long. My we, butt was sore. I, I could not feel, feel my butt for two days. We left 4.30 in the morning, Boise time, which is an hour ahead of Pacific time, Los Angeles time. We ended up in L.A. past five in the evening. Yeah, not bad. So it was a long trip. Um, and we stopped to eat. Yeah, and, and it wasn't that bad. If you, you can imagine a desert, I don't think we actually drove through desert. You, saw, you still saw brush everywhere and mountains and mountains and everything like that. So it wasn't that bad of a drive. It was very scenic. We ended up going through Las Vegas again, through the Strip again. And this time around, because this was on Saturday. It was busy. The city was unusually packed. Please be safe, you guys. If you're planning to go to Vegas, there were so many of them did not wear a mask. They were extremely close to each other. Please be responsible and be safe. Because I, one of my followers said, 
four of her friends went to Vegas that same time and they got back all with COVID. So just, you know, I mean, you know, you have to be careful of bringing it to other people too. Just be safe. But I'm hearing that the casinos are, won't even allow you in. Without, without a mask? Ma- without yeah, masks. but out, so, outside, most of them were not wearing masks. But yeah. so that was our trip. It was so much fun. So before you guys take a road trip, do your research. We always do ours. So Google, see what good stops and always figure out the times in between and give yourself extra time for, you know, just, just in case emergencies, if you want to stop. Um, we, we, don't, we take snacks with us on the road. We take a small cooler with us. So, you know, put water or, you know, snacks and vegetables and fruit because sometimes there's so, no, no stops and you can't find anything. Um, I wish they have portable potties. Probably they do. I bet you everything is on Amazon. You can find. Yeah, and, and you just have to be creative um, on your trips. This country is so vast, so big, so beautiful that I don't care where you live in this country. Just look at the map. Give it a couple of days driving. You'll find something. There'll, there'll always be a destination no matter where you live in this country. And the way you phrase it, like, for example, we're going to from Los Angeles to Boise, Idaho. You say... What, uh, what, where can I stop between Los Angeles and Boise? And, you know, they give you options. And peop- thank you for those who leave Yelp reviews or who, who leaves reviews or who they do blogs on, you know, places to visit. I mean, they, they, they do all the work for us. It's just like out there waiting for us just to find it. So I appreciate people who do that. Habibi, did you enjoy the road trip? I really enjoyed it. It was really nice to travel again, right? It was. It was. It was exhausting because you're behind the wheel, but in the long run, it's something we'll never forget. Oh, also, Samir doesn't like me. Doesn't like let me drive. He likes to drive himself. So I always ask. I asked him a few times, "Can I drive? Can I drive?" I'm a control freak. Yeah. So I, he drove the whole way up and down. Oh, I just want to add one more thing. A good way just to kill time when you're driving long trips is, of course, music. We try to switch between his list and my list, but also listen to podcasts, you know, it really or comedy station. Comedy Central offers really small skits, funny skits. So that's a good way to kill time. We love Spotify. Yeah, we do. Uh, We found this uh, funny quote about road trips online. Here it goes. Road trips require a couple of things. A well-balanced diet of caffeine, salt, and sugar, and an excellent selection of tunes. Oh, and directions. Amen. Thank God for Google. Definitely. Go out there and enjoy the good life.